It's time for Cubicle Insanity. I've got Kim here with me and I'm Tammy. We're back again together to talk, I think today maybe laugh a little bit more about all the things we love about corporate America. So let's get into the latest Cubicle Insanity. Many times over the years, Kim, we have gotten together and shared stories about the real insanity from cubicles at our workplaces. And sometimes it is just our own personal experiences. Maybe what happened during the day that was funny or frustrating or made us roll our eyes. And others are those real hard hitting, serious, important issues that employees are bringing to HR. Mm -hmm. So let's share a few of those today and uh, recap. So maybe some are ones that we have previously chatted about and others maybe are not. So should we start with maybe just our own little personal experience from the cubicle? Let's start. So what's your funniest uh, experience? Okay, funniest puts a lot of pressure on me, Kim. So I will share a story, and it was one of those like eye-opening moments, I think, in my uh, corporate uh, life. And that is, I started a new job, and there wasn't cubicles. It was old metal desks in a room, and that's where I was going to be sitting. And so I walk in all excited about my new job and being at my new company. And there are metal desks and metal filing cabinets everywhere. I can't get away from them. They're everywhere. And so as I'm, you know, like introducing myself and getting to, you know, chat up with the people there, I am noticing him. There are like against the wall file cabinets. But wait. There's another row of file cabinets right in front of those file cabinets. So you couldn't get to the drawers of the file cabinets that are by the wall. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? They're hoarders. These people are hoarders. Something is happening and it's not good here. So I didn't, you know, say anything right away because that would be rude, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, no, I'll just, you know, make my way in here, make some pals. And then we're going to address why there's so many file cabinets encroaching upon our, our work area. Turns out uh, they didn't have a retention policy. So there was some benefits like, records. There was payroll records for employees in there. So, okay, well, we should probably, I mean, we're a big company. We should have a retention policy. So it takes some time. We work with legal. We get it. So the day comes. Like, we have prepared everybody that is going to be helping in cleaning up all these file cabinets, like prepare to be like, this is the day you could wear jeans to work. It's gonna be so great. We're just gonna knock this crap out. Well, okay, it took way longer than one day, even with you know however many people we had doing it. But the funniest moment for me was when we get to this file cabinet and I open up the drawer, it was full of microfiche. And I was like, oh my gosh, guys, I found 1970. <laughs> uh, so we had to destroy the microfiche. It was way too old to be kept any longer. And you probably didn't even have the equipment to read the microfiche. Okay, so that's what I thought. So funny you say that. So I'm like, yeah, and we can't even look at this. Why would we keep it? So, you know, there's, of course, some guy in IT that had worked for the company for 50 years. He's like, Oh, no, we still have the microfiche reader or whatever you call that machine. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, we still have it. Do you want me to go get it? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Just whatever time we don't I'm need. I'm going to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. So a bit eye-opening. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And you? So mine was uh, my first job out of university, large company like you, the big honking metal desk, like surplus from, you know, 1940s. And we were in this massive room um, and we, they call it the bullpen, but it was open concept before open concept was a thing. Uh, and cool before it was cool. Right? Absolutely. So there was, you know, like 300 of us in this one long, massive room. I mean, there was a lot of us. And uh, so because there were so many of us in this space, we were allowed X amount of inches between our the, the back end of the desk in front of us to the front end of the desk of our desk so that the person sitting in front of us could get in and out of their desk. So I think it was like 18 inches, something, you know, it wasn't like two or three feet, but like 18 inches. And when I first started, like I saw this man who at the time I thought was like 158 years old because I was like (laughs) 22. So, I mean, he was, you know, he'd been with the company a very long time and I saw him like every Monday go through with his ruler and measure the distances between the back end of one desk to the front end of the other desk. Oh my gosh. Worried about encroachment. And and at first, when I first saw him do this, I thought, well, what's he doing? And I, cause I didn't really think anything about it. And I saw him after several weeks doing this. And so finally I asked the guy sitting in front of me, I'm like, hey, what's this guy doing? And he's like, oh, yeah, this is morning Monday morning ritual. He's got to measure everybody's desk to make sure that his desk has the 18 inches <laughs> or whatever the allotted space is and that nobody else is being shortchanged either. Well, and make sure that no one came up in over the weekend and... And moved the scooched, desk. Yeah. it around yeah. by a couple inches. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> the other thing about this guy is when this was when you could still smoke in the office. Oh. So, you know, a lot of people had ashtrays on their office, on their desk, and they would sit and smoke while they worked. And so he did that when, you know, we all took our lunches at our desk. And it seemed like, you know, like Tuesday was personal grooming day. Oh, no. And you'd hear the clippers get busted out, clip, clip, clip. And he would do his nails, his fingernails. He'd cut oh, his fingernails. At his desk. At his desk. Didn't with care. With a cigarette. Lit, with a cigarette. You know, and half the time it was dangling from his mouth and you were afraid. <laughs> 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 I, he was a brilliantly smart man, but you were just like, oh, what? I I kind of lost my appetite for my little lunch. Right. I can't eat lunch now. Yeah. Thank you. And the smoke, you know, just filled the room throughout the day. It was... Right, because if you're, like, it, totally open, then... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could just, by the end of the Friday, uh, you know, during at the end of the week on Friday afternoon, there was just this smoke cloud from oh. people smoking, like, all week. And, I mean, the ventilation was there, but not the greatest, but... Right. So that was my... Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Every workplace has someone like him. Yeah. Oh, but I the clipping it. of the nail, so... Oh. And as soon as you hear the noise, you know what it is. You instantly know, and you're, and you're like, just um, like, oh, okay. You're at work right now. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. So, yes. so over the course of time, Tammy, we've had a lot of different um, people come talk to us and, um, you know, talk to us about, like, what are their issues, and we in HR are like, hey, can you go do this for me or whatever. So how would you handle this? 
you have an employee that drives by, just drops into your desk, you know, as a fellow person sitting in another cube and says, hey, can you smell Aaron? He's got really bad BO again today. So do you, do you, as a fellow cube mate, go address this? Do you go to HR? How would you, what would you do with this? Yeah, I think my first question is, why are you telling me? Like, if it's bothering you, maybe you should go say something. Yeah. Because I'm not your mother. Or his, by the way. Yeah. 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 I think that also happens with um, perfumes sometimes. Yes. The, you know, whatever scent it is that's bothering somebody. Yeah. But I have had that, Kim, and I have had to go say to somebody, like, you know, this is maybe one of those awkward conversations to have. And the one particular time it happened to me, uh, he looked at me and said, people are saying they can smell me again. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm, that's what happened. And he was like, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm real sorry. I'll take care of that. So I don't know if he ran home to shower or... I'm not sure what happened. Uh, I just went back to my desk. I was like, oh, I hope I never have to do that again. Yeah. it. Um, I had something similar where somebody was interviewing and <gasps> they had, I mean, they just reeked of body odor. And then they went to meet with an HR colleague of mine and, you know, it just permeated their office. And they immediately like said, hey, you need to tell this candidate that if they're going to work here, they can't have that kind of body odor. <laughs> Well, first off, I don't even know if we're extending the job, but uh, I mean, how do you address that with a candidate? With a candidate, yeah. And on top of it, it was an internal candidate. Oh, my gosh. So it was an internal employee. Yeah, yeah. So. Thanks for coming, but next time, um, if we have you back for another round, could you shower yeah. before? There's some deodorant. Yeah. Keep extra spare in your uh, drawer just in case. Yeah, and it, you know, it's kind of an awkward thing because if you think about it, some people aren't aware that they have this naturally excessive body odor. Yeah. And it could be medically, right? right. I mean, somebody could be taking a medicine that's causing this. Yeah. So you gotta, I think you gotta be delicate when you address it, but let that person know. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the, the sweaters, the uh, folks that sweat more than others. Right. There's sometimes those medical conditions that they do. Right. And, and they are, they're aware and embarrassed of it at times. Right. And so perhaps uh, in, in your example, when I was telling you that it happened to me, clearly he was aware that this was something that, yeah. that would come up occasionally. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, the, yeah. sw- the sweaters. The sweaters. The people that sweat. So how do you address it, like, with somebody that's going through menopause? It's one oh. minute hot, one minute cold, and then, you know, one minute they've got it up. A heater on underneath their desk, and then the next minute they have a fan on, and they got somebody sitting next to them in a cube. And one minute the heat is just radiating out, and they're stripping off clothes. <laughs> how, how do you kind of deal with that in the workplace? Yeah, it's funny you say that because um, I sat by a woman uh, at one point who um, was going through the change, and the uh, HR group was in an area that was that all the outside walls. Windows, so in the winter time, it was very cold in there. Um, so I had a little heater, a little space heater, I think legally placed uh, under my desk, and would run it because it was you know so chilly with all the windows. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, you know, all things everything's quiet, all things are good, everyone's working, and then all of a sudden, she'd be like, 
Tammy! And I would be like, yes. As I, you know, reached into my desk and turned my heater off. And she'd be like, do you have your heater on? No, I don't. <laughs> do you want me to get you a cold water? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that does come up. It occasionally. does. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. So as you think about people like going through whatever medical conditions and stuff like that, they may have to have like a heavy sweater on or off or whatever it may be. But what do you what do you think about people walking around in the office with their shoes off? Oh my gosh! Can you believe people do that? Aren't you grossed out by that? So grossed out. So grossed out. And some of them will do it barefoot. Like, you know, like to me, there's a difference between like socks is gross, but bare feet super gross. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why they think that's okay. And I'm thinking quickly, I don't think I've ever addressed that. I don't think I've ever had to talk with anyone about that. I think I've just, you know, wa- watched and go, oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah. What makes people think that that's appropriate for the workplace? Yeah. It's not. No. It's almost like, um, you know how people will, like, on airplanes now, take pictures of people with their, like, shoes off or they're like you know bare feet you know oh i haven't seen on someone's chair oh yeah so like they'll post these on social media to sort of like shame these people for behaving like that on a plane um yeah it's almost like that because everybody's talking about it everybody's like it's so gross did you see that's so gross yeah and i you know i think it comes with hey we've got a more work a relaxed work environment but you still need to have shoes on in the office (laughs) Period. Full stop. End of discussion. Yeah. Put your shoes on. Right. And put those clippers away. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a spa. It's called a workplace. Oh, my gosh. What about uh, people that kind of waste time? So if you're a single person and you sit next to a person that, you know, has just had a very great experience in their life by having maybe their first child or second or third, whatever number it is, and it's a wonderful thing. But now with today's technology, they, they've they got these baby cams or nursery school cams, monitors, whatever they are. Right, right. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> but, uh, and you see your coworkers sitting on those like all day versus doing their job. Right, right. Yeah, I, I'm going to throw in another example because we all know this person too. Uh, the, the person who's getting married, and so whether it's the man or woman, always, you know, calling somebody about planning the wedding, or um, always, or, or maybe even the honeymoon, or whatever, but there's so much time where you see them doing those things, but the the baby camp, yeah, that's new to our, uh, you know, our world recently. I think I would find it um, irritating, but... I also wonder, because like that's streaming video, right? So IT might, uh, there might be an IT policy. You could <laughs> you could lean on for that one, right? I would think so, but what if there isn't? What I if mean, there isn't? Do you, as a cube mate, say something? Do you go to HR? Then what kind of conversation does HR have? Yeah, so... And why, okay. is, why does HR have to always be the bad guy to enforce why? the policies? So, okay... It's funny you bring that up because I was just going to say my own personal philosophy is if you have an issue with somebody, if it's because they have BO or they're not wearing their shoes at work or they're, you know, maybe there's those people who have Facebook up all the time, you know, as well. So 
Um, if there's something like that going on and it's bothering you, you should address it first with that person. And that might just be enough for them to go, oh, I didn't know anybody noticed I was doing this, yeah. or I didn't even know I was spending so much time, or, you know, whatever. So that might take care of it. And if it doesn't, well, then you could, you know, talk to your manager or their manager and just say, hey, you know, I had this conversation already, but, you know. Yeah. Do you have any tips on uh, for somebody that's listening, like how to politely but directly address this with a cube mate? Oh, okay, you're putting me on the hot seat. I know, sorry. Um, I, I think the approach is that none of us are perfect, and we all are going through different things in our life, so just approach it with a friendly manner. And it's not like, oh my gosh, could you stop watching your baby at daycare right now? But more so like, oh gosh, that's really cool you're able to do that, and you know, enjoy the moment with them, because that is really exciting for them. And then say, you know, I'm just thinking maybe, you know, you don't want to have that up all day long, you know. Yeah. Um, people might think you're, you know, paying more attention to that or, you know, whatever. And bring it up a little bit softer and understanding. So you say address it versus um, mirroring them, mirroring them. <laughs> mirroring <laughs> them. However, struggling to say it. Um, and... Pull up Netflix and watch like Games of Thrones all day while they're watching their baby and see if they oh, notice and see anything. I went totally the wrong way with that, didn't I? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, yes. Bring up the YouTube. Take, you know, watch your favorite little videos. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I mean, that would be an approach to see <laughs> if you could irritate them back uh, just as much as they're irritating you. Because, you know, they'll probably go home and go, oh, my God, can you believe, like, so-and-so is sitting and watching, like, movies all day in their cube and not doing anything, and I'm working so hard, and, you know, they're telling their spouse it. And you... Yeah, that's exactly what would happen, right? <laughs> I was working so hard, and all I could hear was. Yeah. Good. So the other the other thing that comes up often is um, uh Common kitchen areas, common microwaves dispersed yeah. in the work areas. You know, for you can heat up your lunch real quick, or heat up something real quick, or you store your lunch in the refrigerator in the kind of kit, common kitchenette area, not the full cafeteria. Mm -hmm. And so, let me let me just tell you about what happened. <laughs> um, so, one guy, we we had, you know, we have a pretty where we were at, we had a pretty ethnically diverse uh, group. Okay. So, you know, people come in, they cook their, you know, warm up like their curry or fish or whatever it might be. And one guy put up a big sign. Stop cooking your food. It stinks. <gasps> oh, well, that was one approach. Did, how yeah, well right, did it work? Right, right, right by the microwave. <laughs> And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, hmm, maybe we don't like the food you are cooking. Yeah. And uh, every time somebody would go to the, to, to the microwave to put their food in, you'd hear this voice over the wall. Because, you know, you can tell when the microwave door closes. Yeah. Click, right? Yeah, you can hear it. Don't cook anything stinky in there. <laughs> I know who you are. Big brother. And like, no, it's just a can of tomato soup. <laughs> So, you know, I think what they, what some of them finally wound up doing was they just made up something that they were all cooking, like tomato soup. Everybody was having tomato soup, but you could smell the different smells anyway. Right. So, I mean, this guy was insane about using the microwave. Have you ever yes. come across anything? 
Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, there's also those people who are like, do not put microwave popcorn in there. Because then you're just going to burn it and it's going to smell in here for days. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. There are uh, people who cook eggs. They bring, like, eggs in the morning. They what? cook eggs in the microwave. Have you worked with one of those? No. Yeah. Eggs can be a little stinky, too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Honestly, again, I don't know if I have uh, ever had a conversation, but I also feel like if I was going to heat something up in the microwave, I try to be aware of what I'm cooking so that it, I'm not, you know, like I never brought broccoli to cook in the, yeah. the microwave because yeah. that would smell horrid to yeah. everybody. That would impact productivity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yes, I've smelled them. I just went, oh gosh, that was horrible. So I think it's something to think about as you put together your office or, you know, if you're starting out a new company and it's growing, if you're going to have a microwave, kind of put it away from where a lot of people are going to be sitting, yeah. even though it's still accessible in your little area, yeah. just to avoid all that. Well, in those break areas, oftentimes I'm trying to think of like all the places I've worked, they're sort of open. Yeah. It's not like it's a room, like a cafeteria, like you're saying. It's just like a kind of a break area with maybe a table and chairs, a fridge and a microwave yeah. and coffee yeah. or whatever. But yeah, they are open, and so everyone gets to enjoy your lunch to some degree. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then comes with that area is the refrigerator. Oh, gosh. There's, yes, there's policies on refrigerators, right? Right. And the clean-out is usually the biggest ordeal of all. Traumatizes people. It, it does, and then they forget, and then... You know, they, they probably have, like, anxiety attacks all weekend going, what did they do with my, my you know, uh, Tupperware container? What happened to my lunch bag? I sure hope it's there when I get there on Monday. Right. And it's a very it's a very stressful thing, that refrigerator. Yeah. So I have worked at places where, and I don't know that, I feel like it's always just maybe someone who gets irritated by what's in the refrigerator. Maybe it's stinky in there. Maybe. We've talked a lot about smells today. Yeah. Uh, smells are obviously uh, an issue in the workplace. Um, maybe it's stinky in there. Maybe it's getting a little bit overcrowded. People aren't, uh, you know, cleaning up after themselves in the refrigerator. And so I feel like most of the time it's a per- like a, a co-worker that takes it upon themselves to be like, okay, we're cleaning this thing out. And when they do clean it out, they literally just take the garbage over to the fridge and put... Sweep it right in. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's where those people get very angry about their Tupperware and lunch bags or whatever yeah. happened to be in the refrigerator. Yeah. And then it's an issue. Loss of productivity due to loss of Tupperware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about, you know, so we're talking about food. What about like if you're in the cafeteria and somebody walks up and says, oh, that smells good. Whatever it is you've brought or whatever you've purchased to eat and. Looks good, smells good. Mind if I have a bite and just kind of like <laughs> helps themselves. Wow, that's rude. Um, so you say don't do that. I, gosh, I may never return to the cafeteria if that happens to me. <laughs> um, this is my lunch and I'm not sharing it with you. That is, I suppose it happens though, Kim. I mean, that is hilarious and I would be super offended, but I think it would be in that way. Or maybe my mouth would just hang open and I wouldn't even say anything because it would be shock. Pure shock. 
Yeah. That someone was that forward. Yeah. It is just rude. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Go get, go get your own lunch. Go to the vending machine if you have to. Speaking of the vending machine, um, I think we both know this. We will protect the person's name. <laughs> uh, names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> but uh, every day at a certain time, they went and got their M&M's. Their yeah. mid-afternoon snack, M&M's. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know how sometimes like they'll get caught on a little spiral and yeah. kind of hang there? Right. Like you just, you just kind of, if I breathe heavy on it, it's going to fall off. Or if yeah. I just kind of stump on the ground. So this person was like shaking it, shaking it, shaking it. Oh, still didn't fall. Finally decides to punch the glass. <laughs> Breaks uh. the plexiglass, glass, whatever it is. And then the employees freak out. Yeah, right. Um, hostile work environment. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's walking around punching things. Well, I mean, as long as, you know, maybe he was just hangry, you know, so, just angry because he was so hungry. Mm -hmm. So hopefully he did get the M&Ms that day to settle that down. But, yeah, sometimes people just forget that their behavior <laughs> impacts others. Yeah. And so I, that is that one I would say is, is serious enough where there probably needs to be a discussion. I would like to say it should be the manager, like be the manager should be made aware of that. Or if you're sitting there watching this guy attack the vending machine, maybe you should say something or get somebody immediately to, you know, address the situation as it's going down. Yeah, right. Try to de-escalate it or perhaps there was something else that made this person snap. But Right. It probably wasn't the M&M's. Something happened maybe prior to approaching the vending machine. Yeah. But don't punch the vending machine. The vending machine did nothing wrong. Fill out your little slip. <laughs> You'll get your 40 cents back or a dollar, whatever they charge you now. Right. However much those M&Ms are. Right. So thinking about, you know, you said workplace violence, um, hostile work environment. So what do you think about calling the police? Oh, wow. Have you ever had an incident yes. where there's... More than one, actually. Okay. And, you know, that, that, okay, this is a good one. I'll be interested in your thoughts, too. It's, it is interesting because when you're dealing with these employees or coworkers, um, how do you, how do you distinguish from it being that sort of uh, outside of your building type of situation versus there's just something happening in the mm -hmm. building. Just here at our, our workplace, there's something mm -hmm. happening, or it's bigger than that. So it is a it is a crazy call. And I would say that a couple of times that are coming that are coming to mind, the few times that I did involve the police and have them come to the workplace, it was about safety, someone's safety. Hmm. And uh it was an employee and thinking through it quickly here as I'm talking, um, had gone missing and was supposed to be at work, but wasn't there. No one's able to locate them. And so based on other you know, information, there were safety concerns about what was happening with this person and their safety. So that's why, um, you know, it's not something that just like, oh, five minutes went by and let's, you know, there was lots of, you know, investigation in the workplace and let's see if, what we can find out, what we know, gather the facts before the police were involved. But hmm. yeah, it's a little unnerving um, as an HR person, as a coworker, but then to everybody in the building to see the police walk in, 
it, it stops everybody in their tracks. Yeah. Was the person okay, or how did it end? How did that end? The person was okay. Both, Good. Both times that I'm I'm thinking of, the person was okay, but there were you know other uh, situations that came to light, and so it probably turned out to be helpful to raise the awareness that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. So not to kind of make fun of that uh, situation on the police showing up but when you do have something like that happen the rumor mill starts oh. right everybody starts getting on the phone it's so good yes and then as you get on the phone it starts talking about the, it turns gossipy yep and so all the speculation all the speculation but then as you kind of start talking then it starts turning into oh well what'd you do this past weekend and then you start hearing about all and it then it becomes a regular thing that you start talking on the phone with or chit-chatting with everybody. So what about, like, how do you address when you hear people talking, like, every Monday morning? Um, I got a funny <laughs> experience, but I, that kind of flipped me out when I first moved to the state. But you, you hear people talking about their weekend plans, and then Monday morning, you know, they show up, and they're, like, talking about, I went to this club and that club and this restaurant, whatever. Yes. The loud personal conversations. The loud personal conversations. Yes. Those, so there's a part of me, and I think it's in most of us, where there's some entertainment value there. Sure. And, uh, you know, you can enjoy, uh, laugh at, you know, from hidden in your own little cubicle walls um, and enjoy what's happening over there. But to your point, when it's happening on a very regular basis, that's when it starts to... Uh, impact the productivity and now probably what's happening is all of those coworkers, and perhaps I'm speaking from you know personal experience you know get on their instant message or you know maybe gather and you know another cube going oh here we go again what do you think happened this like do we have to hear this all the time why does you know, why doesn't somebody tell this person and of course as you talk about it nobody has ever said to this person can you please it down right can you please not have that conversation in your cube you know whatever happens to be the situation but oh my gosh many times you learn a lot about your coworkers that you never wanted to know that's true that's true so Tammy you know like um I'm not originally from the state yes and so when I first moved here um you know we, we've got these popular fish fries right yes and so in the paper, they always list like where the various fish fries are. Yeah. And when I first moved here, this lady that sat on the other side of the queue from me, you'd hear her on Friday morning crinkling the paper on the phone. Yep, yeah, oh yeah, I think we're gonna go to this fish fry. No, we went to that one last week. Well, it was okay, but uh, you know, now my cousin is gonna go to this one, that same one, to see if they have a different experience. <laughs> and they'd go through the whole litany of like the 27 that are listed in the paper. Yes. So you knew where every piece of the family member was going to which fish mm -hmm. fry. And which ones have the potato pancakes? Yes, every, yep, 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 yep. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, so. Then comes Monday morning, and then it's on the phone with everybody to see how to get the report, and you know, right. so they can plan out for this coming Friday. Which ones they should consider? And it just, for me, it was a little bit of a culture shock, but it was rather entertaining. Yeah. Oh no, you know, Aunt Aunt Bart didn't like that one. Mm -mm. <laughs> 
You know, no, the cod wasn't too good. They it, too much batter. You know, I mean, you got the full critique. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Those ones are fun. Those ones are a little more fun versus yeah. the ones about um, maybe you know the uh, parent talking to the school about maybe something their child did. Um, maybe those that are having maybe some family issues yeah. and and things going on where you're like, oh, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to know this about that yeah. person. So I would rather listen to Fish Fry. Um, I have uh, various people who have worked with me at a cubicle know that I think when you work in cubicles, it is expected that you will eavesdrop because you can hear everything. Yeah. So you eavesdrop. The part that gets me, though, is uh, those people who will get up, they're, they're eavesdropping. So someone's on the phone or talking with another person live, and they will get up from their cubicle. Maybe it's an aisle or two over. Who knows? And they will come over to join the conversation. Yeah. That is the one that just gets me like, nope, that's not appropriate. Eavesdropping in a cubicle environment, expected. Joining the conversation? No. Nope. Not at all. So that's kind of in interesting because think about where the workplaces are going, you know, this more open seating yeah. concept. And that's kind of the whole point is what, they some of the research that they're doing is saying that you know taking down the cubicles is going to enhance you being able to join into other people's conversations yeah. to solve problems quicker yeah okay uh so i will add a little more detail to my thought yeah these are people who are not maybe necessarily involved in that particular project or have you know the insight into all of the details they just have opinions oh yeah okay different so, you know, if it's, yeah. yeah, like, oh, we're talking about this particular issue. Somebody hears it and goes, oh, I've got some additional detail on that issue. Appropriate. Yeah. Right? We're collaborating. Yeah. It's all, you know. But just because I have an opinion about the fish fry, yeah. no, no, go sit down. Yeah. Go call your own friends to talk about the fish yeah. fry. Yeah. We don't, yeah. Need, we don't yeah. need this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we've exhausted some of the insanity that goes on in the cubes oh, it's so fun kim all of it should we state the obvious yes uh be aware of your smells whether it's <laughs> your body or your food uh be polite in your breakouts and kitchen areas uh be respectful of your coworkers if it's their conversations or your conversations your your nail clipping do that at home <laughs> uh so all good stuff kim all right. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Cubicle Insanity or follow us on Facebook or our website, cubicleinsanity.com. Also, if you'd like to, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Oh, that's right. We don't have any yet. But if you're interested in becoming one, please uh, come our way. We won't turn you away. Stay tuned for our next episode of Cubicle Insanity.